five inches of beauty. All right, welcome back to another edition of Hammer the Over. Today is Wednesday, November 29th. We're happy to be here after a week off. I'm Fred West. With me is Evan Drone and Tom Mill. How we doing, guys? Good. Good right. plan. Fresh. Got the week off. Yeah. yeah. We're ready to roll. After the holiday week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to kick it off real quick because I went to Chipotle uh, with, <laughs> with a, a, a quick gripe against the, the Chipotle system that they've got going on right okay. now. I don't know when it happened, but we have we've lost employees at Chipotle on the line. They have they there used to be someone between like the the meats and the salsas yes. and now there's just there should be a tortilla of meats and a salsas but that's how it used to be now yeah. there's a tortilla slash meats and then yeah. a salsas person yeah, a and it is a problem. What location did you go to tonight? I went to the one off of Market, uh, just like by Calhoun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That one's just that one's notoriously bad. But I say that, and I think they're all notorious. They are. Bad. They've gotten so much worse. I and mean, it used to be great. I know. As a former Qdoba employee, <laughs> wow, I know is... that we used to stack that line. I used to literally only be a salsas person. Like I'd pass it to someone who would do like the like sour cream on, and stuff. A guy on every different salsa. Yeah, it was. Cra- yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the question remains, I was is, habanero. Are they cutting corners? <laughs> Yeah. Saving costs? They, I don't know. Be, but it's... It, Queso it, was a huge flop. I haven't even had it. I don't, I, I don't want like it. Trash. They still have it too, but I don't think it's going to last long. I've heard people don't like it. I had an inside scoop for someone who has like a uncle who works at Chipotle, Chipotle like upper upper manager or something like that, that they're redoing the queso. Oh, really? They're trying to get yeah, it. They're gonna, they're gonna, go? Yeah, they're going to re-release go. new queso. Wow. Huh. I love Chipotle. It's like the best like tasting, semi-healthy meal you can get. That's it's quick. quick. And yeah. it's pretty cheap. Yeah, you, it's pretty, pretty cheap. cheap. Yeah. Seven bucks if you don't do double meat. And sometimes you don't even get charged double meat, which is one of the biggest. Yeah. And if you do yeah. do double meat and you're had. 10 bucks, I mean, that's you're getting still, so much food stuff. Still. I love it. I love Chipotle. It is definitely like it's a downward trend. Yeah, it All used to be. It used to be perfect, and now there's like the hassle part of it where it's like super slow, mm-hmm. and like it just pisses me off every time I go. And it's not going to stop me from going. No, I'm going to go just as much. I just the one my, my actual biggest beef with Chipotle is that anywhere around lunchtime, like you. You think you're not going like I'll go at like one o'clock, one thirty, thinking like the rush is already gone for like wrong. No, there is no like time. No right where time. People get Chipotle. Mm-hmm. People are always getting Chipotle. It and never it makes sense. Crazy. It doesn't make any if sense. I flip out sometimes. I walk in. I'm like, how come I'm standing in twenty deep line in Uptown right now? It's two o'clock. Like I got lunch late because I'm working from home on purpose, so I would have to skip the line. <laughs> and here I am. And I'm behind a billion people. I. Also, the other thing I have a problem with is, like, as a former Qdoba employee, and I wasn't a very good one because I worked, like, once every two weeks, but I was in panic mode whenever I was on the line. Like, I was trying to go as fast as I could in full panic mode. These these workers are enjoying themselves, and I don't like it. They're, like, talking to each other, having a good time. No, no, no. That's not how this works. It's a we, fast food restaurant. It's Come full on. panic. Yeah. It's as fast as we can do. You're supposed to be like – I used to remember getting like nervous sweats whenever like a crowd of people would come in because I was like, oh, shit. I'm not prepared for this. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know where they lost it, but I mean I still go. I still, I still like do. it. Not going to stop me. But no, yeah. I think it's really, really 
steep or very it's not steep, a very gradual decline. Yeah. Eventually. It's going really slow, but it's going yeah. down. Eventually there's gonna be like one person on the line yeah. and they're just Dude, gonna like try everything. to start conversations with me as they're making my burrito. They actually bring you behind the line. Yeah, you, you make, make your own coaching. It's just it. gonna be an automated swipe thing. Yeah. Anyway, Thanksgiving last weekend. You guys have a good break. It's a great break. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy nice. your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Spend some time with the family. Yeah. Um, any any big you have any big hot takes on like, like the best parts of Thanksgiving? Yeah, I do. I have a couple. Okay, one you gotta have that uncle who says outrageous things and gets people going. Uh-huh. And, and you know, like, does everyone have that uncle? Yeah. At yeah, what I'm point like, do you just say, "Yeah, that's my dad"? Um, you know what I mean? Because your, your uncle's some. Everyone says my uncle, but like, is it at what? It's somebody's dad. That's true. I guess it's my cousin's dad. My my dad's brother Paul is like the most negative Minnesota like guy ever. He's actually from Chicago. He's still a Bears fan. I love it. I just get him yeah. going and he'll just start spewing about stuff. You can get him riled up. He's a great guy, but it's fun. Yeah, I mean like my I it, it's a whole sisters thing for my my aunts and my mom. But like when you get them going on something, it's it's honestly incredible. You could leave and they wouldn't even know you're there. Yeah, you, you're gone. Like you can just like I used to be able to just like just pop in like Obama things, like just little Little things in one of their ears, then all of a sudden the Everybody whole place just, is on fire. Just and perks it, up. Yeah, it was incredible. It was awesome. Favorite food? Let's go around, Doug, at, at Thanksgiving. Ooh. Um. Oh, actually, family dish or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm big on the stuffing. Yeah. Um, the green bean casserole this year. That's what uh, I was going to say. Was, mine's, mine's so good. Mine's a sweet potato souffle. Ooh. And it wow. is dessert that sounds during incredible. the main course it is incredible it's <laughs> got like flag? little brown sugar crumblies mm. on top some mm. pecans on there it is I'm delightful green bean casserole man. yeah right that green bean casserole like it's that's the best vegetable and it's really oh, not because yeah. no. it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just smothered in fat but it's <laughs> green bean casserole man like of course the, the bird's real good you know, the, See, the bird, the bird kind of takes bird. a back seat for me the first go around i get my bird fix in on the sandwiches on the second time through wow See, I mean, I eat the bird, but I'm mostly focused on the potatoes. You the sound stuffing. like a foreigner who's never done Thanksgiving before. Is that what? I yeah. So, so See, you're saying that when you know you're passing the trays around, the plates around, you don't take, you don't take a little bit of everything the first go. No, I do, I do, stuff? Okay, I do, okay. I do, I do. No, I, I, I that's it's a dangerous game. That's not, that's not what I meant. I don't, I don't skip the bird. Okay, I mean, right, I, right. I'm a little light on the bird the first go around because I'm so full from the stuffing and the, yeah, I'm going. I'm a vegan now. I don't know if you guys know. But I'm saying I, I do most of my bird work on the sandwich oh, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. or on the on the second go. Do you put gravy on the sandwich? Oh, yeah. Wow. Gravy, that, that stuffing. I'm, I'm in, I oh, throw stuffing on, on my sandwich. Well, I, I will, I'd never make a turkey sandwich unless it's a leftovers thing, like, you know, later on. Yeah. Right, that kind of thing. Yeah, but then it's kind of dried out and you, like, bank it on the The other gravy. thing I'll do yeah. on the second go around is I'll make a bowl and I'll just put, line the bottom with, like, savory buns and then just throw everything on top of that, <laughs> douse it in gravy. Wow. <laughs> That's a move. That is – I am going to try that. That's a move right there. So you just, you just take a bunch of the bottom of the buns, you lay yeah. them on the plate. Lay them on the plate. just throw a bunch throw of shit on Throw on top of it, everything. toss it, and it all nuke it, and then just go Nuke it, it, and then – And then you just like grab sandwiches out of the – like you put I top on it, yeah, you just, just grab one out or, of there. Or, just, just, or fork and knife too works. Wow. Fred, that's um, – I would be revolutionary. I'm big on the second, third, fourth go around with Thanksgiving meals. Yeah, that's my that's my jam that's right big. there. That's big. I Are may have drank two bottles of wine to myself on Thanksgiving. Night. <laughs> yeah, you just snuck through with like two. Like, I just, just like, kept, what happened? Jenny's like, "Why is your cup so full?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, yeah, it's, I'm not it's, driving. It's so. a holiday. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere." Yeah, I just watched Philip Rivers torch the Cowboys. That was great. 
That was great. Good for my pocket, too. Probably The other best part of Thanksgiving was that the Vikings won. Uh, took care of the Lions. A uh, little scare. Was it fi- 30-23? Is that the final? Yes. Yeah, 30-23. 30-23 yes. Um, little scare towards the end. The Lions made a push. You could argue the refs were pretty atrocious in oh the second God. half of that game. But uh, how we the first half, man, that drive at the end of the first half was. Oh yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking in my head specifically that Diggs non-call. Yeah, whoa. was outrageous. Um, how are we feeling? Nine and two. Ah, cloud I mean, nine. Yeah. Cloud nine. I mean, no, I'm no trying call. to like keep my expectations in check and like understand that we still have Case Keenum. Although he's played phenomenal, it's not like he can like. I don't know. I just don't see him like continuing to be like this three touchdown game guy. Like. Yeah. You know, keeping you know seventy percent completion percentage, I, and have a bad game. I don't mean that to say that that's not, but like it, overall, I feel great. We have a extremely good football team. Yeah, for sure. Do you think there's anything to like, like teams underestimating Case in the first half? Because his first halves are electric. He comes out of the gates and he's firing. You think it takes you think it takes teams a little bit to be like you think every team's like okay but it's Case Keenum like we're not going to be the ones to give up four touchdown passes to Case Keenum or do you think that's reading you wouldn't think NFL defense would be that stupid right I mean he's going to be the starting quarterback you wouldn't think that they're I don't know though you mean I definitely think that there's a there's a definitely like it's a whole like oh there isn't enough film on him or like you can't game plan for him that much because you don't really know what he's going to do he's he's a little bit wily he'll kind of uh-huh. get out do some things step up in the pocket he might run. I don't know, Fred. To answer that question, that would be like very disrespectful to not yeah. game plan for the guy. Well, it's just game. too less game plan, more just like a little complacent for the guys on the field. And it's—I mean—it's just two games in a row where he's come out hot in the first half, and I mean, not been terrible in the second half, but cooled down a bit. Yeah, I think there's probably something to that. I mean, it's, it's still Case Keenum. You read Case Keenum's name on paper; it's still Case Keenum. But I think we're getting to the point where yeah. it's beyond that. I mean, you look it's at it. It's got to be. He's a smaller guy. Looks I like love that idea, his, though. Like his dad's helmet. So, like, <laughs> this, this is life. In human humanity always does this. You get an idea of who someone is or what someone is, and they, you know, you're always gonna think back to like, okay, he was that guy yeah. who lost six games and won two in Houston, or he was that guy who got benched for Jared Goff and threw, you know. 12 interceptions and four touchdowns that season. So, like, you can't – but, like, he's not that guy right now. Right. Like, is he someone who's now – this goes back to well, the thing you always talk about with Sam Bradford. You're like, hey, listen, this is the best team he's ever been on. That's why he's playing better. This is clearly the best team Case McKinnon's ever played on. Best receiver he's ever played with. Best offensive line he's ever been, played with. Probably best offensive coordinator. Is that just is that just elevating his play? Is he also just taking a step forward, or is this just like a facade? I don't know. I mean, you mentioned all those things. He's also the guy with the most passing yards in NCAA history. That's also <laughs> true. He's sixty six touchdowns this season, or something like that. And I mean, obviously, it's college, and I mean, you got Kellen Moore, and who was that guy on uh, on uh, Hawaii? Texas Tech. No, the Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii guy, guy yeah, 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 yeah. Brennan or something. I don't know. He Cole threw Brennan. For, yeah, for a bunch of yards. But, like, I mean, he's had a history of success as well, and I don't know. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to look past that. I think it's harder for fans to look past it, too, for because sure. we get this idea in our heads, like, it's Case Keenum guy. He's not going to do anything. And that translates into fantasy football, too, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. But I think it's different in the NFL because you see guys getting second chances, per se, with teams so often. Mm-hmm. And like you said, now he's finally got – a ridiculous receiving core around him. He's got a great offensive line, which I don't think they're getting enough credit this year for how good they've been. They, just because good. everything else yeah. is clicking. Um, and especially after how bad they were last year. But I, I think it's different 
in our perspective. Like, it's hard for me to get past it, but look what he's doing. Just you know? do, you, do you mean that? Just because, like, he was supposed to be a backup. Like, he right. wasn't supposed to do anything. When, when was that determined? When that he was supposed to be I mean, when he, he, was when he got signed with the Vikings. Yeah, when he, he was signed with un- the Vikings. We signed him as a backup. Oh, he, he was, was supposed to be a backup for his entire NFL career. He was undrafted. I mean, right. he was he was pegged as a backup. Is that why we can't get past? Is that what? I mean, I, I, I listened to, I watched a segment, um, Nick Wright and Chris Carter. They do a, a ridiculous show. Yeah, and it's, it's actually, you know, Chris Carter's okay. Nick Wright I actually like, but it's better than watching Skip Talk, so... What about listening to Skip tweet? Because yeah, that's he's fantastic. A he's a moron. <laughs> listening no, to his tweets. My, <laughs> listening to him. Even Chris Carter is sitting there, and Chris Carter is like, you know, I, I respect Chris Carter. He's a Hall of Fame player, and he, you know, I've heard him talking, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's sitting there saying <clears> that, you know, I know who Case Keenum is. I know who Teddy Bridgewater is. Like, I saw Teddy play all those games in 2015. Like, I've seen Case from Houston. To Los Angeles, he's like, I still think that Teddy could be better. The case doesn't deserve this job. This lease should be like, maybe it's a little bit longer now. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting there like, listen, like, I actually tend to agree with you because that's the stupidity in my brain. Case Keenum has played better than Teddy Bridgewater ever played in the last three games. Like, the last three games, I've legitimately been like, this is this is the best quarterback we've said since far. Yeah. Well, okay, so I think part of that is as a fan – you see Teddy drafted, and I have a hard time with this. All right, so you see Teddy drafted in the first, first round, round, and he's he's the guy that you want to be your franchise quarterback going forward, and he's the guy you want to see be successful for 15 years in a Vikings uniform and, like, break all the Vikings records, and that's in your head. You're like, that's what I want out of him. And then you see Case Keenum, who's already been in the league for four or five years, and undrafted, he comes in undrafted dreaming. to be a third-string quarterback, backup, but really third-string because you know Teddy's coming back eventually. Yeah, And you think you still want to see Teddy in because in your head you want to see all those things that you thought about when you when you drafted him. It's like we're romanticizing Teddy. Right, exactly. And it, it maybe that's not the case. Maybe Case is just better than Teddy. I don't know because Teddy hasn't played in a year and a half. But, like, it's possible. That, that, that's, that's the other question, too. It's like... All those things I just said that the team is doing to elevate Case's play. Why couldn't they do that for Teddy? Exactly. If they and and if they if they did it for Teddy, would he be like even better than Case? And yeah. that's what that's why I said two or three weeks ago. But now I feel like an idiot because it's like Yeah, but we're not yeah, but we're not in a position to find out right now. No obviously. Well and the other thing too is I still think that Teddy's ceiling is higher than Case's, but the only reason I think that is because people tell me that. I don't watch him practice. I don't see him throw the ball every day, so I really don't know why I think that Teddy's ceiling is higher in cases, other than that's what everyone tells me. So it's, well, it's supposed to be, I think. That's what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's other a, than that, like, it's not it's like a, I'm right, saying, right. But just like that. Like, supposed <laughs> to be. Like you know, it's it's like we say things like that. It's, it's supposed to be higher than, than cases. Well, yeah. it's all. It's like what is potential, right? No, but you, you know what I mean. Like we're we're, we're everyone's like we're, we're it's like, and I did this three weeks ago. We were sitting here. I was like, oh, I want to see Teddy play. I think you can do better as a case. I think we should try for the next best thing or the better thing. We're always talking hypotheticals here, yeah. right? Like you know, right now he's playing really freaking well, and I don't think if he plays one bad game, we should take him out. I agree. I mean, I think I actually think at this point, this late in the season. Unless Case like completely falls apart and has like a mental breakdown, I think it's his team. I wouldn't. I don't really. Unless like like maybe Teddy in a mop up game against Chicago last game of the year or something. But I I don't really want to see. I mean I want to see Teddy because we need to know what we have. But I don't understand why you'd 
why you'd want to mess one, up that kind of juju. No, I agree. One last thing, just kind of as we're like, you know, talking random thoughts on Vikes. It's going to be a huge bummer in like such a classic Vikings move if it's, let me back up. It's, this is clear. This is probably our, the best team we've in total put together since the 09 team and probably, the, sure. probably the best team of the last 20 years in totality, I would say. Yeah, with the defense being as good as it is, because the nine defense was not nearly this good. I think B. Rob said he likes this defense mm-hmm. better than the one in '09, and I, yeah. he, he might be the only holdover. From he that might team. be. It's going to be a huge bummer if we don't win it all or go really deep, or I wouldn't even say don't win it all with this good of a team because we still have this quarterback thing. Yeah. We can never find that one really good quarterback to complement the rest of this team. Because right. if you if you put a Rodgers or a Brady on this team, those are the best. But even if you put like a, a Phil Rivers maybe or well, like Philly you know, Dilly on this team, we win the Super Bowl. We're, we're we're Super Bowl favorites. Like no one's even no one's even like questioning it at this point in time. Like the Vikings would be the juggernaut Super Bowl favorite. Well or just reverse it, put the Vikings like defense on the the Chargers. Or sure. something like that. Like it's the yeah. same thing. Like if they if we just we move have a those guys team. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. And then I mean we might as well just move we'll we'll jump around here a bit, but since we're talking hypotheticals with the, the Vikings and, and potential playoff runs and stuff. Yeah. What what are you guys thinking? Like what is your, your realistic hypothetical like how does this end? Doug? I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen, but it could happen. It can definitely happen. Are we doing worst case scenarios or are we doing just things that could happen or what we think is actually going to happen? <laughs> what do you think could happen? We could make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely could. In Minneapolis. I'm not going to say we're going to. I don't know if we're the favorite in the NFC to do it. The crazy thing is our worst case scenario now is probably losing a home playoff game. Yeah, the first like in the divisional divisional round. round. We're most likely going to secure that by. I think we're Which, good enough. That is something I'm very afraid of losing in the divisional round to like a veteran team like Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. or even like Atlanta, Atlanta. or Carolina yeah. or something. Yeah. Whoever doesn't win, we need to keep Seattle out of the playoffs. Honestly, if, if we could somehow find a way to keep Seattle, that'd be great. The, the crazy thing is the, the path though. There's not that like there's not this like besides going to Lincoln Financial to play the Eagles, which I don't want to do. They haven't played anyone good yet, so I don't even think they're that real. Right. There isn't like a this brutally like tough path. Like in 2015, if the Vikings had won that game in Seattle, everyone was looking at the rest of the schedule like, okay, then you got go to you got go to freaking Cardinals and play them at home, and then you got to go to Carolina and play them at 15 and one. Like that was impossible. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, Carolina, like Cam Newton's not the same Cam Newton as nope, 2015, and Aaron Rodgers is probably not going to be in the playoffs. No. They're still, like, according to the model, there's still a 0.4% chance they make the playoffs, so they're not dead yet. No, my, my but, point is this. But no, but that's you the host a divisional round. Yes. You play a team that's probably inferior to you. Even if you're scared of them, they're probably inferior. You win that game. Now, you're, now all of a sudden you're in the FC Championship. If you have the same record as the Eagles, maybe you win the tiebreaker. You're hosting the Eagles or maybe, you know, like Atlanta or something like that. You're hosting a whole NFC Championship. That doesn't sound that bad. I, I like our odds in that game. Now we're going to the Super Bowl. And where is the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl <laughs> is right here. Can you guys imagine if that Super Bowl, or you, if the Vikes are playing in the Super Bowl here in Minneapolis? Imagine, like, how imagine many, downtown. How imagine nuts many, that would be. I, um, I, would, I would, you would not see that game. You wouldn't go to the game. You wouldn't watch it. You would be dead. I would give you till like, because <laughs> you. I would give you probably till Tuesday the week before. You'd like, 
that Friday night week going up to it or the week before you put your Diggs jersey on boys I'm going downtown <laughs> never, <laughs> not come back. never to be seen again <laughs> I, yeah, I picture Tom like disappearing into a sea of purple jerseys and we just kind of give him a little salute we you never know see him crazy? again if we're in that game and it's here it's gonna be insane around here yeah I'm not gonna yeah, be able to sleep it's gonna suck it's, I'm gonna all be thinking about is it's stupid Vikings in the Super Bowl <laughs> there's gonna be so much can you imagine the, you're not gonna be able to listen to K-Fan you're not gonna be able to listen to normal radio it's everything it's gonna be like how am I gonna work in that environment <laughs> you, 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 you imagine you can't work no. and I don't even wanna make it too too awful in here, too sad in here. But can you imagine the Vikings lose that Super Bowl at home and then like trying to go to work? I mean, I'm, I would be taking Monday off 100%. But if you try to work like that following week at some point, like going to work and just being like, what's the point? I'll be honest, I, I might kill myself if they lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh if they, okay. I was, I was saying, if they, if they lose the Super Bowl to the Patriots at home in Minnesota, Either me or Church is it has to die. Somebody's got to yeah, die. Yeah, it's the Harry Potter situation. Neither can live while the other survives. <laughs> and no. I either have to murder Church or end it. I'm not gonna kill. Honestly, dude, like, can can one fan base? Like, we Minnesota, we haven't won anything since the Twins won in '91. I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, yeah. none of us. None of us were. And can can you like? How tortured would we have to be to be in the Super Bowl in our new home stadium and lose it? That would be too much. Well, you got to think it's going to be a sea of purple and gold, right? Like, that stadium's oh, yeah. going to be rocking. Yeah. There's millions upon millions of, of Minnesota fans that would want to break the bank to go to that game. So I can't even imagine. But no, it'd be, be one week wild. at a time. It'd be wild. I know you wanted to touch on this too, Tom. Is the uh, the I don't want to dwell on it too much. Is the are the Vikings getting enough respect nationally? Absolutely not. I mean, you you people are talking about us, no doubt. But I, I think that I don't know. There's something to be said about like um, we're like this northern place that's like yeah. we're flyover state, and so like you know we can't have anything good, and it's like and then the case Keenum thing even piles on. No, no one's giving us respect because of case Keenum. Yeah, I think that's accurate. We, we were talking about the ESPN ranking, rankings before the show. Vikings are fifth in the power rankings. Honestly, I don't really care that much. The only thing that just makes no sense is that LA is ahead of us. Right. Somehow. I think it's that's like two weeks ago we stomped them. Yeah. And and all of a sudden they're it's just stupid. They leapfrog us for. Seemingly no reason. Yeah, and speaking of perceptions, too, I don't know. I'm not sold on the Rams. I'm really not. I thought they were they a good team, mind. but, like, I don't see them really making a run in the playoffs. The yeah. thing is, they don't scare me. They don't scare me. Yeah. Their points per game is just ridiculous, though. They just keep putting up tons of points on people. Except just, for against that Zimmer D. Yeah, yeah, except for against us. Seven. Zimmer. That's the thing. That's why nobody in the NFC really scares me that much, apart from the Eagles. The Eagles have played nobody. This is the. This will be their... Third, this this next week, these next two weeks, Atlanta and Seattle will be their third and fourth game against teams that have winning records. Yeah, they're one and one in those games. By the way, the Chiefs the only loss they have against a winning team, and the Chiefs kind of suck against, now. The Chiefs kind of suck now, but they're really good in week two. So that's but yeah, but they're terrible now. I don't know. I, the Eagles. I'm not scared of the Eagles either. And Max Baker, if you're listening, of the to this, Eagles, I'm not scared of you. Yeah, I, I'm scared of of going. Uh, to Philadelphia and the entire team getting murdered on the field by the fans. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, that could happen. Um, other NFL news, uh, Giants benched Eli for Geno Smith, breaking his, like, 150-game start streak or something. Yeah. Uh, why? 
Is Ben McAdoo the dumbest coach? What's the, I just don't understand the point of it. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I mean, they, talk about rock bottom. That's tough. Geno's. They've like <laughs> they've like guised it as Yikes. like this roster evaluation. Like nobody's safe. And I remember McAdoo said that about two or three weeks ago. It just doesn't make any sense. Like Eli's been your guy. He's won you two Super Bowls. Like have some respect. If you want to move away from him next year and like. You know, ship him off somewhere. I get it, but in five games, you're gonna learn something about Geno Smith that you don't already know. <laughs> that's that's why, I, like, I get it if it's maybe a rookie. Quarterback well, they have a they, rookie on the roster. They do. Yeah. It's like, okay, if they're putting Geno in over him, that just means they're tanking because right. they're, they're worse, way worse off with Geno. That is a than, slap in the face to Eli to put you know, Geno Smith in at quarterback. 100 yeah. percent. It's. I mean, it's one thing. Yeah, you're right. If they had they're a rookie, asking to lose. They had a rookie or someone that they thought might be like a future, like their future quarterback. Do you think it surprised me was just because we're not used to it being done in the NFL? We're like, you know, because like I remember when we were kids, there was a season where the uh, the Wolves were out of it and they shut KG down for the last twenty games, and like everyone was like, "Oh, we know what we're doing. They're just trying to tank, get draft position." Because like this doesn't happen in the NFL. No. There's so much onus yeah. put on like winning every week. Well, Eli has been doing a fine job of tanking by himself so far this year. If they wanted to lose, <laughs> they might as well just stay with the status quo. That's a very good point. So I don't understand that move at all. It's just pissing off the fan base, and it's it's not a good look for the Giants. Speaking of not a good look, uh, keep to leave yeah. snatching the uh, chain off of uh, Amara. What? Sorry, Michael, uh, Michael Crabtree for yep. the second straight game. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> I also don't even really understand the thing. Like, the first time around, he just grabbed his chain. Is it disrespectful? The thing is, I yeah, I, I want to harken back to something I remember Keep Khalid did. He threw, like, one of the most, like, nasty punches ever in the beginning of that Super Bowl against Carolina. And he should have been ejected for it. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. It was so aggressive. It was caught on live TV. I don't know why the refs didn't see it. He should have been tossed in that game. Haven't liked him since. Still don't like him. I think he, he's way too cocky. He's, like, you know. He's, he's a scary dude, though. He's, yeah, yeah. But he's, I'm not scared of him. How big is he? But he could definitely kick my ass. Was he? Did he get stabbed in like recent memory or uh, shot? No, that was his teammate. I think. Okay. The Broncos player. Who, like, Keep the lead is six foot one, probably working two, on a weight. Two three. Probably two twenty. That's pretty big. Yeah. I think he's pretty pretty skinny. I mean, he's six thin, one two oh five. No, Tom, you that's a big dude. Happen. That's a big. Dude. I'm gonna go with Talib. Two oh five. I don't yeah, like yeah. him. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't like him. He took. Obviously, Crabtree, like, the, the you know, Cheney probably shouldn't be wearing it, but, like, you don't rip someone's jewelry off of them. Like, this is so disrespectful. Yeah, it's so disrespectful. disrespectful. Yeah, but is that, is that on Crabtree, though, to, like, make sure you don't get your chain snatched? No, that's not on Crabtree. It's on time. I don't know. Do it. Well, obviously, it starts that way, but, I mean, he's making a grab for the chain. you got to do whatever you can to protect that thing. Ah, well. Uh, and then I have, are the Chiefs dead? Yeah. The Chiefs are dead? They're, they're talking about Mahomes. Well, the AFC yeah, West. Well, that's dumb because, I mean, they still a game up on the Chargers. Obviously, the Chargers have looked better, but, like, I don't know. They still have a chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah, they do. So they've lost three in a row. Um, let's see who they got coming up. But, yeah, I don't they know. They played the Jets this week, so. It was a, it's a weird deal whenever someone's, like, I mean, I get that the Chargers have looked better, and I actually kind of like the Chargers. Um that but it, blue. Someone's it, behind, and they're blue. giving yeah, them and they're chance. giving them, they're, and they're giving them like the division on like the talk, like the talking heads are like, this is the Chargers yeah. division. That's always weird. You're totally right about that. Everyone's being like, oh, this is the Chargers. They're gonna win this, no doubt. Like, there's only five games left, longer. and they're up. They're up a full game. How about the Broncos? They have oh, so yeah. bad. Yeah. Ever saying, since you, <laughs> pretty much ever since Evan, Evan said he's got the Broncos <laughs> to the Super Bowl in the AFC after like week three, they've been just. Trash. Well, okay, you, you know what? Have they been mathematically eliminated? 
I don't think they have. No, they have not. Okay. Well, you guys. Up until last weekend, though. (laughs) No, it's funny. I know. I I obviously picked them as my AFC favorite, which, yikes. Uh, But we talked, too, about how good that AFC West was going to be. Yeah, and it it just hasn't happened. And now they're horrible. It's terrible. The Chargers are going to take the division. It's terrible. And we talked, too, about, like, how bad – what was it? I think I said that the NFC South wasn't going to be very good this year, too. And obviously, I was wrong about that. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously. NBA talk. Uh, Cavs are hot. They've won eight straight. Um, and LeBron got ejected for the first time in his career. Yeah, 15-year career, and he first ejection. That, I love that's that. crazy. I man. love that. I want I to. Love that, ref was like, that ref was like, no, you just because you're LeBron doesn't mean you can come up in my face and scream at me. What do you, you're out of here. What do you think that ref did after the game? Apologize to LeBron? No. I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh, it got, got murdered behind the queue? It was, oh, was stabbed behind the Wigan Loans Arena? <laughs> um, Just asking. I want to throw something out here that I heard. It was maybe the most ridiculous like argument I've ever heard a human make. It was Stephen A. Smith <laughs> yeah. on like, oh, the geez. Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I haven't watched First Take in a while just because I'm at work and I can't watch 10 a.m. TV anymore. But... Stephen A. Smith was trying to say, trying to make the argument that LeBron has been playing so well the last week, week and a half, because he's a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys have been bad, and he's taking that out on the NBA. And like, so, are you serious? He, I'm dead serious. He said that. He tried to say, he's like, well, he's a Cowboys fan, and we all know, like, they should strip him of his credentials immediately. Like, you are a stupid sports mind. Like, that is preposterous. Please go away. It's a rock bottom take. That, <laughs> that is a rock bottom take. That is literally <laughs> scraping the bottom of the well for things that I can say about this. But he he was legitimately trying to argue that because the Cowboys have been so bad, and LeBron is a Cowboys fan. That's why he's playing so well. I'm going to submit that to the comment show for the preposterous statement of the year. It is insane. It's yeah. an insane that that he could be. He could be like, imagine being that dumb. Connect. Imagine being that dumb. He may have already hired like one of those companies that just goes off and like wipes off. I get sick of Stephen A. shouting at me gone. too. Like yeah, Stephen A. Stop yells yelling at me. Okay. Well, that also is like that's a look behind the. He accidentally gave a look behind the curtain of like what first take is all about, and it's just saying preposterous things. But you got to keep it in the realm of things that could possibly happen. Right. Like, he went too far. You know, you know what else is funny about that? Um, you guys see LeBron came out and said that Carson Wentz is his favorite player in the NFL? Yeah, I did see that. Um, last I checked, both those teams are in the NFC East. Yeah, you, right? that'd be like us saying that Rodgers is my favorite player in the NFL. Right, and it's like, oh... Of course. Fred, if you said you, that, we wouldn't be friends anymore. No, I wouldn't be friends with me either. And, and goes, you, you had a tweet today where I think it was an article like <laughs> about Rogers being such a good guy, and you said, uh, well, then I guess I won't read it. Which I'll is tell you exactly what, what happened. Which is exactly the right mindset. Like, I don't even want to know, like, all the things that might make oh, me like... Oh, like, he donates money to cancer patients? Yeah, like, like great, I, I'm not, yourself. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear that. That won't let me hate him blindly. I want to hate him blindly. The tweet was... From the Star Tribune Sports section, if you're a Vikings fan and don't like Aaron Rodgers, maybe you'll reconsider after reading this. And I responded, won't be reading it then. <laughs> that, is, that is the exact right mentality. And LeBron obviously doesn't get that. But if <laughs> if, if you're a great guy and you're on the Packers, I want to know nothing. Of, that was like when Donald Driver was on the Packers. And everyone was like, oh, he's such a good guy, though. Like, I guess he, like, did, like, a bunch of volunteering stuff. I'll appreciate that once he retires. Like when he's on the Packers, I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Keep it to yourself. I nothing. I don't want to know anything about them that makes me like him. I don't either. 
Uh, it says Celtics are mortal. I'm not really up on my NBA, but that makes me think that they've lost a couple games. I think they yeah, lost two games. Two and three, didn't they? They lost two and three. Yeah, and uh, Detroit beat them. Yeah. All of a sudden Detroit's Detroit not bad. Real? No, I know. Like, are they a real team? I don't know. I just, that's another perception thing. They I beat can't the Wolves look at twice. The yeah. being a good team. Yeah. Unfortunately. Speaking of the Wolves, uh, they're 12 and 9, but uh, yeah, just, apparently just not very fun to watch. It's underwhelming. It's like 12 and 9, that's a pretty good record. What are we, probably fourth, fifth in the West? But it doesn't feel good. No, it doesn't. And coming from a Wolves like Wolves fan base that has seen miserable starts. Right. Like, like, we, we've why seen did we not feel better about this? And like, yeah. we're not happy. No, I think everyone's feeling it, too. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I, so I was thinking about this. So I was at the game last night, and you could just, like... At that eight-minute mark, and I was talking to Andy about this last night. At that eight-minute mark, we go into this one-on-one defense, burn the clock, burn burn the shot clock. Oh, sorry, offense, not defense. Um, and and we just throw the game away. I think we scored four points in the last seven or eight minutes. And it's just <laughs> that's what. I, and you just watch the stadium; it just gets full of people who are like, "What is going on?" Yeah, like this isn't fun. Like this isn't fun, and like everyone's just getting like you the light intensity in the air. And you leave, and you're 12 and 9, you have this sour taste in your mouth. And you're yeah. like, why aren't they winning these games where they're dominating the first quarter? Like, it's an okay team. But, like, last night, home game against the Washington Wizards without John without Wall. Without John Wall, yeah. If you think you're a top five team in you your conference, that, that is a must win game. Yeah, and in our defense, you know, the elites is out. Teague's out, starting point guard, probably our, our best bench player, except for maybe Jamal out. But. It still just doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel right. Like you got to win that game. You got to close that game. I know we had double digit lead in the second half. We just can't close. Do you think it's more more uh, like preseason expectations that make you feel this way, or the way that they're playing? Well, that's the thing. Like I'll just say this too. And Doug, I don't know if you agree with me. They're not as fun to watch as they were offensively last year. Like they're not as fun to watch in general as they were. They lost more, and I was almost happier last year watching them. No, you weren't. And I think it might be a combination of the two. I'm happy we're winning, but like we, it's just it's they like look like they're pressing all the time. I feel like like that. And Tibbs is always barking. Yeah, he's gonna die on the court. But well, last year. Like, I get that it was fun to watch, but we also had much lower expectations. Right. I was going to say, I feel like that's one of those, like, you're you're playing with house money a little bit last year, where they were pretty good, and you're like, ooh, like, this is going to be great next year when they're actually good, and now it's next year, and you expect them to be, like, one of the best teams in the NBA. They're, I mean, it sounds like they kind of are. Well, they should, you know? I mean, they they, they kind of are. I guess, I don't know. But my hot question is this. I, I want you to think long and hard about this. With this collection of talent if Tibbs can't produce like 45 plus wins is he our guy you gotta wonder but then like if Tibbs goes does that mean Jimmy goes and I know he's under contract for only one more year but like does that just throw that whole experiment I agree that's the biggest question with that but if you could like if you could like put a different coach in and keep the group the same like uh, like seriously quiz up on this like Tibbs or uh, Doc Rivers right now Probably Doc. Okay, you're taking Doc. Okay, Tibbs or Billy Donovan. Uh, I don't know. See, now you're getting. I know, but like, like that's a T. He's old he got, school too. He got 50 wins out of a team with literally Russell Westbrook and no one. Last I know, year. but I know, and it's so frustrating because you never know what the real issue is, right? Like, how can you ever know for sure that the problem's coaching, right? 
Like, Jimmy was barking at Cat last night. Yeah. Maybe it's a problem with the players. I don't know. It's just so hard for me to understand that. And, like, I, I can't really. I'm just saying I'm not, like, I'm officially I'm officially putting my card on the table and saying I'm not sold on tips. Like, being the right. Like, because the other thing about it is there are a bunch of millennials. If they don't like them, they don't like them. Yeah. yeah. that's kind of Honestly, that's a good point because that people always get upset when, like, the millennial, like, they, like, don't like a coach and they don't respond to the coach or whatever. At some point, you just got to be like, that's the way it is. It like, is we, hey, is. they're the players. We have to somehow like work this out. With them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, we don't have to drag on about this, but I know, I know when Jimmy came in the league, he had no respect from Tibbs. He didn't like Tibbs. They just butt heads in practice, and Jimmy wanted playing time, and he didn't get it. Uh, and now, like, Jimmy loves him. I mean, they just – it might take time for them to rub and then finally figure it out. So that's the question. Like, how, how much time are we willing to wait? Are we gonna... I don't know. But we got to – it's like you just got to trust it and hope that, you know, Jimmy can be <sighs> that guy in the locker room that can be like, guys, put up with this a little bit longer. You're going to get there and you're going to see what's going to happen. So, yeah. I don't know. It's last... well, I hope you're right about it and you probably are. I'm just saying like it's – it's it's there's been some really frustrating losses. Yeah. Yeah. Really last, frustrating. Last question because I'm not I'm not really watching the games. I'm mostly getting my information from like K Fan and reading up on, on it. But are you guys happy with like are you happier so far? Like do you think I'm trying to phrase this right, are you happy with how Kat's been playing? Because to me it sounds like people are kinda like tempered in, in their in their feelings on Cat right now. Because, like, going into the year, people were like, Cat's the guy that well, you build a team around. Too. The one guy in the NBA you build a team around. That's what swings back to my tips thing is I know that there's more ball that needs to go around now that now that Jimmy's in the mix. But, like, I'm worried that Tibbs isn't getting the most out of these guys, too. Like, the stats are down across the board. And I get it. More ball to go around with Jimmy. But, like, no, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not super pleased with Cat, but I'm not sure it's Cat's fault. I think him and Wiggins are trying more on the defensive end. They definitely have still a long freaking way to go on the defensive end. But, like, to answer your question, no, I'm not super – I'm not, like – are you, Doug? Are you, like, satisfied with how – No, I'm not. I mean, he can look lazy on defense. He complains a lot. Like, that that gets me a little bit. Gets a little addicted to the three sometimes. Yes, like last night. Oh, that, that step back three he so took. Dumb. Yeah, but I don't know. It can be frustrating. It can be really frustrating. I, I will say this, last point of the Wolves, and I'll keep it quick. I said this, I think, the first time I joined Hammer, and we were talking, like, the first 20 games are going to be an experiment. And I'm even showing my frustration with Tibbs after 20 games. We're at 22. This is 22 now, though. Yeah, this is 22. I know, but they were going to be an experiment, like, and I expect them to start catching their groove now. And I said that at the beginning of the season, and I won't lose sight of actually saying that. But, like, it's 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 been frustrating, to say the least. And I'm if, if they don't string together, like, a hot January, there's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah. It's a long season. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of frustrating oh, gosh. and I don't, sucky Minnesota teams, yeah, I don't really want to talk about the Wild too much because they're they're pissing me off. They play uh, You're Vegas. The wild guy. You gotta talk about. They it. Talk, They play Vegas tonight. They just got spanked by Winnipeg seven to two on Monday. Um, ended up turning it off for um, Monday night football, which was Baltimore and. Who was it? Baltimore and uh, Houston. Oh, Houston. So like, yeah. I didn't care about that mm-hmm. at all. Um, they're they're just frustrating. I, it sounds like a broken record, but they 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 struggle to score. Everything seems hard. And defensively, they they've been they've been bad defensively. Dumba just like is maybe the most frustrating hockey player to watch play of all time. Did he just he's, get like fined for squirting a water bottle at someone? Or something? Yeah, he's just he's just lost in his own zone and like Dumba. the yeah, the whole point of keeping protecting Dumba or they didn't protect Dumba, but shipping uh Alex Tuck 
to Las Vegas, who would have been potentially um, like a forward that could have helped us this year, a, a guy that can score, is that they wanted, they thought Dumbo was going to take the next step and his, mm-hmm. his ceiling was higher. Talk about ceiling again. His ceiling was higher than guys like Marco Scandella, who they shipped to Buffalo. And that is starting to look like a terrible trade because Ennis is dog. Ennis is terrible. Remind Ennis me is a smaller, weaker Granlin that can't do anything. Did we make Dumbo available when for the expansion draft? Did so we protect him? We didn't protect him, but we we shipped we gave we basically gave Las Vegas Alex Tuck so that they wouldn't take him. They ended up taking uh, Eric Halla. So it was like a deal that they made with I would Vegas. prefer to have Halla then, from what I know, the number. Well, I mean, I, I was never a huge Halla guy, obviously. Like he he had, he went on streaks and you could put the puck in the net sometimes. Super but fast. Yeah. Um it's just Dumba. I didn't think the team was going to miss Scandella as much as they they have so far this year, which is a little surprising to me. But I, I did like Scandella, and I've always hated Dumba. But Mikey Riley's weak on on the back end, and even Brodeen's been been pretty bad. And honestly, Suter, I, I don't know. I could go on and on. Suter looks like he's about 105 years old out there, so it's uh, it's frustrating. And um, they're still above 500, and Parisi skated today for the first time. He says he was pain free, but honestly, adding Zach Parisi to this lineup doesn't all of a sudden fix things yeah. for them. It, Would it you just buy doesn't. He's pain free too. Oh no! So tell he's, me, if he's pain free, then something's weaker. Like I said, I've said this before, but like he, there's there's a catch to him having the back surgery now instead of in the off season. Like the, there's a reason why he be, yeah. reason why he tried to rehab it instead of going with the surgery right away. So tell me, I, I'm not huge on the NHL. I don't really, you know, understand what makes a good team, whatnot. But Wilder, 11, 10, and 3. And I know it's a point system for standings. But, like, how do – what are the chances that we can make the playoffs? Like, is that – I mean, I mean, it's possible. Does it, does it look <laughs> always right in the NHL as long as you hover around I, 500? They're not – the issue with the Wild, though, is, like, there's nothing – there's nothing to even, like – Blow up necessarily like it's they're they're like a point at they're just kind of okay or bad at everything yeah they're yeah, just, don't they always have like a in the last couple of years they've just had a super hot they've had like a hot like January last year was February they were super hot like, yeah it's definitely possible that I, the issue is I'm just not seeing it out of this team right now they okay. they just don't look like they've got it um it's yeah they could put it together I mean maybe Parisi comes back there's a spark maybe. Dumba light bulb goes off and he figures it yeah. out. Dubnik gets hot. So they're not altogether out of it. it no, they're certainly feel not like out they're of it. good enough to be in. No, okay. and it, it feels like they're in that no man's land where they might compete for the last couple playoff spots, but they're not going to be bad enough to get. The issue is they they've kind of like made their bed with the way that their roster is right now. I mean they're they're not old, they're not young, but they're not old. And the guys that you a couple years ago that they put their their eggs in. Uh, Nino and Coyle and Zucker and and Granlund. I mean, this is the time of their career where you would you would hope that they'd be making the next step, and yep. so far they really haven't. Okay. Um, other than that, we've got the college football uh, conference championship weekend. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, a couple of big losses. One and two. Miami and Alabama both lost. Miami to Pitt, Bama to um, Auburn, Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Shake it up. Uh, what are you guys thinking right now? You think? I mean, I think obviously, like Wisco wins, they're in, they're four right now. I, I have one like Minnesota plug. Hit it. Go for it. Can we? Can we make it? Yeah, no, no. Could, could, <laughs> for one year, like for one year, could we just play spoiler to Wisconsin? Like, could we win that Wisconsin? It's game? been like Fleck. I, I won. I, I wouldn't have cared if you had lost every other game. They got Fleck. rolled. Just beat Wisconsin, and they got destroyed. Rolled. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Wait, are they? 
in a bowl game? Is Minnesota bowl? in a bowl no, game? No, they're not bowl games. What are they? Were they in a four five games? and seven or something? Four games? Four? Yuck. Four? Uh, they won four games? Four. I thought it was five. Oh. Yikes. Yuck, that's bad. Uh, but, yeah, I think Wisco wins their end. I think Ohio State wins. They're probably in. It, how, do you, how do you think Bama gets in? Because you know the committee wants to put them in. So they're going to try to find a way to put Bama in still. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's going to be tough because I think especially if Wisconsin wins – I mean, really, if the four teams in right now win, obviously they're going to be in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if Wisconsin ends up losing to Ohio State, and then I saw that if Georgia beats Auburn, they, they're not going to want to put two SEC teams in there, and they could potentially put Ohio State in because, you know, to get the differentiation there and get a different conference in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think Alabama's on the outside looking in big time right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It'll be inter- it's always interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and they love they love Alabama. Like they probably want to find a way to get yeah. them in, but it's gonna be hard. It would have to be two SEC schools because whoever wins yeah. that whoever SEC wins championship, championship game's going in, going, either yeah. Auburn or Georgia. Um, and then you've got the Greg Schiano fiasco in Tennessee. Um, he was offered the job. He accepted the job. He was going to sign the paperwork, and then uh, the Tennessee fan base. Decided they didn't want Greg Schiano to be their coach. You know what's funny about that though? The, I heard, so I read a bunch about this. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, I'll let you finish the no, story. No, no, no. I, I literally had an itch on my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, For what? The, the Tennessee team, fan base, please. literally, I don't think they were as much infuriated as like a handful of like SJWs on Twitter. So you don't think it was the Tennessee fans? It was just. People it, was that, a, it was a lot of SJWs on Twitter because I, I, I saw a lot of, about, you know what I mean, social justice warriors. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of people who, like, like a, a, a bunch of people were organized, about 1,000 people to go stand outside the stadium. Now, 1,000 people is a fraction of Tennessee's fan base. Let's be honest about that. Well, and, yeah. and, people, and people overblow, like, what, like, how many retweets something's getting or who the people are tweeting. They're just silent little voices on the internet. Just flick them away. Like, this dude did not deserve what he got, and they gave in to, like, I thought, like, like if you're a grown man, you look at that, you just go, nah, like, that's whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, my 65-year-old uncle, who is a diehard Tennessee fan, is not on social media tweeting. So, I'm sure he doesn't care. (laughs) Do you realize that uh, Sam Walzak, co-CEO of Model 284, his Twitter handle is at (laughs) SJW284? <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean. Sam, no, I know, I know. I just couldn't help but think of it. I, I told, funny. I told him a while ago. I said, your, your initials are social justice warrior, Sam James Walzak. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure he's aware of it. So. No, dude, like, go so, wrong, man. I feel really bad for him. Yeah. So basically, because we we to tell people we what, didn't get uh, the, yeah. yeah. So the whole issue was that Shiano was uh, a coordinator on the Penn State staff when Jerry Sandusky was doing, doing thing. Sandusky things and. It came out a couple of years ago that someone, a defensive like coordinator, like uh, D backs coordinator, something like that, yeah. named McQuarrie, yeah, alleged that he had uh, heard he had heard that Chiano had known about the Sandusky, and told someone, told internally. someone internally, but didn't like do anything to stop. He'd it. heard a rumor. A guy testified that he had heard that Chiano may have known. Right. Which is, like, the most, like, iffy thing of all time. Right. And Greg Schiano and the guy who he allegedly Heard confided from, in yeah. 
both denied that that ever happened, and there was no actual, you know, substance to it, and nobody, nothing was, nothing came of it. They looked into it, and by all accounts, Greg Schiano did nothing wrong in that situation. But that's what they got all up in the arms about, allegedly. Because in your mind, they well, actually in my mind, well, they thought it? that they were getting John yes. Gruden, and they got upset that it wasn't John Gruden, and then tried to, they threw a stink about they it. They thought they were getting better than Greg Schiano. <laughs> which is ridiculous, too. When they too. found out they were getting Greg Schiano, they picked the easiest thing ever, which was to try to say that he was involved in the Sandusky scandal. Right. Right. There was a Penn State trustee that wrote a giant like op-ed on this, and was basically like, when I, I joined in 2012, so after this all happened, or like right when it all was happening, and he said, like, I did more research on the Sandusky thing to make sure, like, I everyone who was ever involved in it, like, rightfully so, like, was outed and all this stuff. He was like, there's no corroboration or any proof other than this random testimony by this McQuarrie guy, a part of the report that a lot of it was debunked. Mm-hmm. The McQuarrie test- testimony was a part of a report that was debunked. That was the only time he was ever even mentioned. And, like, most of that report was found to be false. It's like a whisper of a truth. It's too bad because, honestly, I mean, like, it, it's costing Greg Schiano a job. Um, and he's a good coach. Like he The last time Rutgers was, like, a decent football yeah, team, Schiano he was their was head there. coach, and he's been the, the D coordinator. People love him, too. Like, yeah. Fleck, Fleck came out, like, earlier in the season was, like, Greg Schiano is like one of the reasons like I'm as good of a coach or as a person as I am. He taught me like everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and listen, we don't know. Like he yeah. could have known. Like, and, and then I, if that's true, then then screw the guy. Yeah, screw the guy, right? You know. But from my all accounts, but you also just can't throw things around without any factual no, basis that's behind just wrong. Like that's just and we're getting too we're getting too wishy washy as a society about that. Yeah. Sorry uh, to drone on and on. Other college sport going on. Basketball. Duke still number one. Um, thoughts on Duke? Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, we should we should ask Mark about that. We'll give him a call. Yeah. Uh, big big game tonight. Uh, number twelve Minnesota and number ten Miami. Minnesota yeah. still. Uh, what, what was the deal with that five on three situation? That was so ridiculous. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the entire Alabama bench got ejected from the game. How? Apparently, First of all, how? Uh, there was a little bit of back and forth going on, and then there was, I don't know, a play under the hoop. A couple guys got into it. The whole Bama bench like cleared and came on the court, which <laughs> apparently is is means for an ejection, so they, they just ejected the everyone. The whole bench goes in. So now you got five on five, nobody coming off the bench. And I think there's like ten minutes left in the game at this point. And somebody got hurt, I think. Literally couldn't play, so now they're down to four on five, and then someone fouled out, I think. So now you're down to three on five. And I, I wasn't watching the game. I wish I had been. But I think at that point, there was probably, se- I think, seven minutes left I remember seeing. And I think Bama went on an absolute tear. Yeah, I saw like, I saw a highlight of, like, a missed, I saw a highlight well, of like a missed like, jumper. Also, yeah. a terrible shot selection considering it's five on three. Yeah. It was like a jumper from, like, just inside the key. And then... <laughs> Uh, and then a rebound and a fast break into like a layup, easy well, layup it's, it's bucket. Like you, it was it was crazy. You never prepare for that kind of thing, so it's weird. And it, I get that you have a two man advantage, but Listen, like I get no, it's no, weird. But no. you just double two. Like, on offense, you get an open three from a shooter every single time. You literally get a wide open three every mm-hmm. time. There's no way they or, can't. And the rebound advantage is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and the rest of the people but, get to board. and two moves and it's two two quick passes and you get an easy layup. You should you should get an open layup or a three every single time. Right. 
Yeah, I wish I had watched it. But and I know they defense, you can like... triple team one guy and still play man <laughs> on the other two. Right. <laughs> like, I, I don't get it, but it apparently they went on a ridiculous tear. But he's right. The reason why it happened is because the, the strangeness. Like they were right, right, right. Never do you ever practice against playing. Against I guess three being players. that open is weird. That's why mm-hmm. you're stepping inside the three point well, line and taking a weird, uncontested long two. Yeah, it's kind of like you, you go to lifetime and um, you know you finally get in a game and you size up the other five and they're just a bunch of scrubs and then they spanky eleven nothing. Like it just it's just weird. Like you don't always know what the, you know you don't have to expect. So that's possible. But yeah, and then we got Miami tonight. Gulfs are number 12, Miami's 10. Uh, that's at the barn. I don't think the Big Ten's won an ACC Big Ten Challenge game this year yet. So we're kind of banking on the Gulfs. Tonight. Big Ten down Big Ten's this year? not won an ACC Big Ten Challenge game I don't this. believe so. That's surprising. Yeah. Of all the ACC's, a very good conference. Is the Big Ten down this year? Uh, oh, no, because Michigan yeah. State should be good. Michigan State's good. We're good. Wisconsin, not very good. Oh, yeah. They've also Which is fantastic, really, by the way. Great they've also games. had a really, really tough start to their like schedule-wise. Um, let's see. Michigan, UNC, that's another... Oh, Michigan's this. playing UNC call. for the first time since the timeout, yeah, which is crazy. Time. They Next haven't week, played in 25 call, years. We should call I one of the failing greenways about the basketball, Wisconsin basketball. Ooh, failing greenways. Be good. Um, Ethan Happ. Yeah, that's crazy that the that yeah. UNC and Michigan haven't played each other in 25 years since the Chris Weber timeout. Right? Really? That they, that shocks me. That's wild. Whether it's tournament or just always, conference, like you'd think that'd be scheduled. Every time that happens, I get a kick out of that. Not a kick, but like just like a weird like that. That's so terrible. What the what whole the timeout? Oh, yeah. The timeout? Well, then just like every time I read that quote, yeah. where it's like we were gonna win and then we weren't. Uh-huh. It's like God, that's crazy. Yeah, it's devastating. Um. I don't do it for sports. We've got some yeah, uh, unwritten rules and, and some. I've got a, a new segment that we're going to try out. <laughs> um, we'll start with unwritten rules because I'm going to my, my eldest brother's wedding this, this Saturday. Hey. So we're going to do uh, unwritten rules of, of wedding etiquette. And uh, I don't really have it. This is the first, like, West. I've been to, like, weddings for cousins and stuff. Don't have first, sex with the bride. Well, that that's one of the unwritten rules. <laughs> That's one the that, number one. That's one that Tom's one. broken a time or two. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> Don't. Also, that's a good rule. That, I was kidding, but that is a really good rule to have. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't need be to be very that. careful when engaging in relations with the bridesmaids. That's true. yes, that's what well, they can be very, very the, unstable, dangerous people. The bri- <laughs> Because of just the wedding and chest. Oh, they get, you know, women, you know, I'm not, not, I don't mean to be, you know, but they get all, a little hyped up over the, the, the whole, just the, the marriage and they're, they're feeling the love <laughs> in the air, you know, and they, you know, it's just, you gotta be careful there, you Guys, know, watch. just, just be, just, you know, if you're gonna be doing that whole thing, just watch, watch yourself. Well, the bridesmaids are, are the, my brother's fiance's sister, her cousin, and, and my sister, so I should be good on that account. Well. Don't rule it out. <laughs> should, be, should be good. Um, for women I, as well, watch out for the groomsmen. Watch out for the There could be some slant. There's some, you know, some, some sleazy guys <laughs> in that bunch. True. Always the groomsmen, never never the groom. Um, I, I was thinking probably just like probably don't like like blackout at the family wedding. Yeah. One of my, at my brother's wedding, uh, one of his best friends was blackout drunk. I feel like that's probably a bad one. to the table. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, um, yeah, he was doing some real dumb things. And it was mostly related to the fact that he was just absolutely shit-faced. Yeah, yeah I you probably think that's a bad look at... 
<laughs> like, at, you're, at your brother's wedding. You're going to black out, like, make it probably pretty late in the reception. Yeah, like, also, no one notices when it's dark, like, they're playing music. Yeah, like, that's, that's when it's just open, no that's when it's open season. Also, like, yeah, everyone's, everyone's right? yeah, I feel like if, if you're going to be really drunk, you're, you're best at a wedding, you're best served being, like, a, like a fringe wedding guy. Like, a guy that just got invited to the wedding. Like, you're in the back seat table, like, you're, you're not expected to do anything. Here's or, another unwritten rule. Or be... Like a person at the wedding. Another big time unwritten rule: if you're giving a speech, don't talk about the bride or groom's past sexual partners. <laughs> that feels. I have like... been there when that's happened. It's horribly uncomfortable. Why would nobody, anyone do that? Nobody thinks it's funny. <laughs> Some of these rules feel like they should be written down so people don't do them anymore. Also, this is not an unwritten one, but a great story and good segment to this. I had a I got an old neighbor. Who is like very, very religious, like very Christian. Good for him. Good for him. He talked, he went up and talked about the couple, how they had been saving themselves for each other for like 10 minutes. Like talk about how special it was that they didn't have sex with anyone and okay. they were saving themselves. But that is a so, huge wait, but, but, but were they actually saving themselves? Like, do you know if they were or not? I, I, I think they might have actually been. Okay. I like, like, that's, <laughs> but, like, if they hadn't, there were people who knew at the oh, wedding. Oh, yeah. I feel like a pretty good rule of thumb there is just if you're giving a speech or toast of any kind, maybe just don't talk about sex at the wedding. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Dude, if you're giving a speech, just keep it, like, you know, keep it light, keep it, like, nice, and just don't. If you think it, if you think it's going to be a problem, just drop it. That was my dad's advice. He's like... You're going to think you're going to write some funny stuff and you're going to smoke at Steve's wedding. He's yeah. like, you're going to write some funny stuff and you're going to think you're a real hot ass. And then you're going to say something really, really stupid and everyone's going to be pissed at you. Yeah. So, so keep like, it simple, stupid. Yeah. It's like, it's don't a, write yeah. something real bad. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's, what are, any other, sorry, I did a lot of the unwritten rules. No, I, I you kind of killed it. Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah. think you did it. The unwritten preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. The unwritten rules were mostly for me, so I know what to do. So I've got okay. it pretty well figured out. Don't sleep with the bride. Uh, keep my eyes peeled for the bridesmaids, <laughs> which are mostly family. Um, don't get blacked out and give a speech, which I I probably won't do. Uh, don't talk about sex during the speech. Avoid. <laughs> Past girlfriends or... Yeah, don't talk about past relationships and, and sexual escapades <laughs> yes. during my toes. Okay. Here's, here's the question. Do you have a plus one? I do not. I wasn't even afforded the option for a What? Plus one. At your own brother's wedding? No, because wow. they, they, wow. knew, they knew I wasn't going to be bringing one. I didn't even get a space to check. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you okay, you need to include that in your speech. That was that was that good. needs to be included. Let everyone know that you got disrespected by your own family. Not allowed to bring a plus one. That was that was gonna be my my unwritten rule is if you get that plus one and you know maybe you don't have a nice date, you throw that thing in the flex and you're bringing a buddy, right? Yeah, you well, have yeah. To. or throw that or, thing in the flex. <laughs> or That's another good. option, you say you're bringing a date. And you don't, and then you got, another, you got another. Yeah, you got another. Plan. Yeah. Oh, so you got to use it. But in your case, you got to get. Here's it a first. here's That's a really cold. bad idea. If you get a plus one, you don't have a date. Don't try to find one on Tinder. That's a bad <laughs> idea. I wasn't gonna do. that. I was at a wedding recently where the guy brought a Tinder date. That's and absurd. Also, it's on a, old fashions it, and left the wedding before that. Tom, was this all the same wedding? Or like, uh, some of the stuff. Of the wedding? most recent wedding was was interesting to say the least. Who was getting married? A like, friend of mine from high school. It's incredible. Also, it's in Kansas City. I wasn't gonna drive to KC with a Tinder date and then also buy. You her. could pick one up in KC. There's definitely a girl. This <laughs> is on Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm getting. 
get down there Thursday night. You, you got that all. Do you have you have three days in Kansas City to find <laughs> someone on Tinder who really to go to a wedding with you? It'd be it's easy. It's a good point. You're a good looking guy, Fred. Yeah, I try. Um, new segment that we've got that we're gonna try out. I, we don't really have a name for it. It's mostly I was thinking something like like five minute research or or it, basically it's just explain something extremely complicated after doing minimal research. This piqued my interest because Bitcoin's in the news right now, and I have zero idea what Bitcoin is yeah. or how it works or how to spend it or <laughs> how to buy it or um, if it's real. Yeah. So um, I don't know if either of you want to uh, take oh, no. the reins on this gonna, one and try to explain. Tom. I, mean, I, 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 I do like have a, some knowledge on it's it. It's like a digital currency that basically was just created. So, right? so, so wait, wait. Can, can we say what we think it is and you tell us if we're right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what? from my understanding, basically some nerds online – just be, they said like this is money now, yeah. And then, yes. And then they were like, "We'll trade. I'll trade you this for other things online." And eventually, over time, people just all decided that it was worth something. And then now we now it's like one bitcoin is ten thousand dollars somehow. How something that doesn't exist is worth ten thousand real dollars blows my mind. So That's, remember, yeah. all currency is like all currency. It all starts off as like nothing, and then someone tells you it has value, and then you start trading it for goods and services, and then it becomes worth. We should something. go. We should go back to like precious jewels. Yeah, the fact that we don't have any gold. Real. If you think about this, put paper in your wallet. I mean, it just happens. Well, to right, right, right. Because people take it. Mm-hmm. If people just woke up one day and were like, I don't want money anymore, it's not shiny. It's a good point. It's, not, for you. it's a good point. It's a huge knock I have on money. It's not <laughs> shiny. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? That's why people love gold. <clears throat> Gold's only worth because it's a precious metal. It's shiny. Anyway, with Bitcoin, yes, you're, you're right. That's what happened. Um, essentially, it was created actually to allow for black market transactions hmm. where you can't really use real currency. That's where it's used mostly. And that's what people don't really talk about because, I mean, it, there's no, like, central bank for Bitcoin. Right. Like, it's traded on all these different, like, different, like, I guess, financial inst- – I'm, I'm doing air quotes for people on the listening online. Right. Financial institutions. And it's increasing in value because people keep trading it for different types of goods. And, like, you can invest in it. You can, it's almost like a stock, too, which you can also do with, like, the United States dollar. You can buy shares of the dollar. Which is really weird. It's a weird thing to do to buy. Or you can buy use gold. your money to buy shares in money. In money, yes, that's really strange. That's why it is because that's like that's what people like. You're, you're then you're putting that's you gotta think of it like a standard investment. Like you think of it this way: like when you buy Bitcoin, you're giving someone else your cash in exchange for like an investment in Bitcoin. Hmm. Um, and that's. And that's the thing. Like that's that's what really it is. That's I think that's part of the reason it's increased in value and then demand. It's just simple supply and demand. You know. So, um, so 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 correct me if I'm wrong here, but if someone, if like everyone were to like wake up and decide that Bitcoin was actually not worth anything, everyone who had traded like their Bitcoin for or traded their goods for actual Bitcoin. Connor, what's up? Hey, this is the guys on Hammer the Over here. Um, we're just calling you in. We're talking about Bitcoin right now, and we want to see if you can give us like a 15-second breakdown of what Bitcoin is to you. What is Bitcoin? Yeah, what all is Bitcoin? I know is we don't know. All I know is I need to be in Bitcoin, <laughs> and I can't find out how to get in. So, like, how do you? Yeah, how do you? You gotta buy... find a Bitcoin market church. How can I go 
just can I look online and type in like buy Bitcoin shares? Yeah, you can find a market, but they're all so sketchy you won't want to give them your cash or credit card or banking information. Reddit is over my head. I can't read all these nerds writing. That's but Church, it's are like, you more frustrated that you you can't get on the money making, or are you more confused? I'm I'm more like I don't need to know what exactly it is. I just need to know how to get in it. <laughs> Because I just need to be part of the ride, whether well, it's bound. I mean, this thing's gonna blow up in everyone's face. Yeah, and it's gonna I, suck, right? I need to be. I need to be a part of that. Okay, now, now, really, like, someone explain this to me, because my 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 sports book accepts Bitcoin. You can use Bitcoin to buy things. Yeah, but you, can I go to McDonald's and get a? Some chicken nuggets with it. Okay, so that's a, okay, so see, that's a crazy thing. In some countries, there are retailers who will take. You can. This is the, this is really weird. Now follow me on this because this is really strange. Huh, so it's strange. like a digital currency. Remember, it's not. It doesn't really exist physically. It only exists physically if you put it on. There's there's a there's a couple like devices you can buy where you can put Bitcoin on it. You like plug it in your computer, and you put Bitcoin on it, and then like it has like a little number of how many Bitcoin you have on the device. And that's the only way you can, like, but church, you can, in some places, use Bitcoin to buy chicken nuggets. Yeah. Wait, the places well, that you can use Bitcoin also sell chicken nuggets? That doesn't seem like the part of the Venn diagram <laughs> that overlaps in my brain. It's, or that, that means we need to go get chicken nuggets to that place. I agree. Well, I'm saying the Let's places that you can use I, you Bitcoin think about it more feel like it's like Botswana. If the place that sells Bitcoin, if it sells Bitcoin, there's odds it also sells AK-47s. <laughs> like, yeah. just freely. Yeah, for cash, for Bitcoin, for Bitcoin. Well, here's you're not thing. using you're not using your United States banking institution. It's about getting your cash into a third party transactional system. I have, you get it? You see what I'm saying? Sort of. I have a, I have an idea for Bitcoin though. If they want to use part of my brain, they need to break themselves down into smaller increments because I'm not going to spend my money to buy one one hundredth of a Bitcoin. But that's what you have to do because one Bitcoin's worth ten thousand. I know, but that's like that's just not going to happen for me. That's not how my brain works. It's like one one hundredth of a Bitcoin. That's barely worth shit. I don't even well, have I, I have two, two final points for you guys. Hit us with it. One, Bitcoin, without a doubt, is going to blow up at some time. However, cryptocurrency is 1,000% the way of the future. Like, we're dealing with, like, paper money and, like, nickels made in a factory. Like, <laughs> it's like the Stone Age. <laughs> so we are, without a doubt, going to go to, like, some sort of virtual currency. Yeah. And wow. I, I guess a sub-point to that, I'm going to... I'm not going to get on get in on Bitcoin, but I'm going to get in on another virtual currency to try to stay a step ahead and hope that blows up. <laughs> this feels like take notes, people. Take notes. I, I want a side note on Church's point to cryptocurrency. Yes, I completely agree, Church. I'm terrified that someone could just computer glitch and just erase my Wells Fargo account. I'm terrified. My money that, is not real. I'm terrified of the my, word my cryptocurrency. Church, what was your second point? My second point. Do you know the schmucks behind Bitcoin? The Winklevoss twins. No way. The people that got Those cucked. Bastards by sons of bitches. They got cucked by Zuckerberg on Facebook. So then they started this fake currency. Everyone's believing in it, and now they're they're making all the money that they could have made with Facebook. And more probably. Oh yeah, for sure. Bitcoin was like selling like 10, 10 cents per per Bitcoin or like one cent per Bitcoin. And now it's ten thousand dollars bought, like, per Bitcoin. People bought like there's people who have like seven hundred thousand shares of Bitcoin, so they've made. Like, and, do they have I'll, to cash I'll, out? I'll leave all Wait, your... Wait, can you uh, cash out? You have to... Someone has to buy it. But church, church. What's your final point? I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave all your listeners with this, with this stat. So the U.S. stock market, it's 
Uh, largest loss all time, the Great Depression, stock market decreased 85%. If Bitcoin decreased 85% this year, right now, it would still be up 50% for the year. Wrap your head around that. <laughs> That's banana land. All right, thanks, thanks, Investor Church. No problem. Get in on Bitcoin. <laughs> That's the word, get in. Thanks. So long. Honestly, I don't know. The whole thing just... It, just it's, out it's, it. it's hard for me to... Yeah, the whole, like, it could just erase all of your money and probably steal your identity and ruin your life just out of, like, the blink of a nerd's fingers. Yeah. Blink of his fingers? My, my, I will say this. The guy, a guy who works for me, he bought one Bitcoin when it was worth about $1,000, and he thinks he's the smartest person of all time. That's annoying. Though. But But good for him. But good for him, but that's annoying. He's on one of these markets. He's on one of these marketplaces that, that does this Bitcoin shit. So, but you can't like ca- you can't like cash out. You have to get someone to buy your Bitcoin from you. Is that accurate? Yeah, but you can sell it on the marketplace. I guess I don't know. I don't know how that. All right, we're okay, gonna finish up with our overs yeah. of the week. Let's, let's get off. Plenty of Bitcoin. We'll we'll get back to some other uh, confusing topics such as like tax plans and like Middle East relations and why Palestine and Israel don't get along and whatnot. We'll do like three minutes of research and try to explain <laughs> it to you guys. Um, overs of the week. Anyone ready with their over? Or are we just shooting from the hip? I'm gonna shoot from the hip here. Um, I've been doing. Hey, I was six and zero last week in my man versus model picks. I like coming for you, nerds. Over I there. like a shootout. Um, Philly in Seattle. I think that'll turn wild with Russell Wilson starts running around. Philly D hasn't seen anybody like him in a long time. I like that. Ev, I'm going to NFC South. I think I took this matchup earlier in the year. It's Panthers Saints, and they did not hit the over, so we're going for it again. Why not? It's sitting at 48, they're actually different teams. Run it, run so, it back. Yeah, get it. I'm going with the over in the Vikes Falcons game in Atlanta Ooh. over 47. I had their over two weekends. No, no, I had them covering. I've been on with the Vikings right now. I have had them covering the last two weeks, and I had the under in the. Uh, um, L.A. game. So, happy with those two things. So, I'm going to keep riding the Vikings, hit that over. Um, Anything else? No. I think that's going to do it for us this (laughs) week. Stock 10-2 next week. Long long hammer this week. I went on a couple rants. I apologize. Nothing wrong with that. When you get the juices going, you can't stop. We should should tell everyone in the summary to fast forward to the the wedding stuff if you really want to hear some. And maybe some Bitcoin Bitcoin talk if you want to make millions. Father Church. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. Hammer that over. Beauty. Oh, wow.